that car when you're with him like I'm hot. Keep a straight face when you tell a lie. Always keep an airtight alibi. What he don't know won't break his heart. Wish we could switch up the road. And I could be back. Tell you I love you, but when you call, I never get back. Would you ask them questions like me? Like where you be as I'm out. It's one o'clock. Inspiration 92.3 FM. Everyone's talking, but only one station's giving the insight. Inspiration 92.3 FM. Good afternoon and welcome to another Sunday's programming of Wellness Half Hour. Every Sunday, we engage one another into this space where we appreciate the creation and what it has done, the perfection it has given us. We look at our health from a perspective that gives reverence to the source of our being. Good afternoon, greetings Lagos and beyond. Delighted to be here as always, the privilege of being at Family Radio 92.3, all our mentors, founders, wishing them an awesome I mean, week and just full of gratitude for this, this space, this possibility. Today, we are going to be talking about the season we're in, you know, in this Hamatan season, all the strange things that are occurring, the cold, Qatar, upper restory, Infections, inflammations, and the symptoms folks are coming, showing up with abundantly. Some folks are having such, such a stressful season, they're getting fever blisters and wondering why this is occurring. So, get ready as we journey. Of course, it's going to be from a natural and nutritional perspective. And to assist me today, I have one of our awesome co-hosts, guests who is just a wellness enthusiast per excellence. Good afternoon, Margaret. Good afternoon, Doctor. Good afternoon, Lagos and beyond, and a very happy Sunday to you all. Over the last three weeks, we've talked about the whole thing about styrofoam, and we pray everyone has taken it to heart and implemented some of the changes we have recommended, and enjoying their rice on banana leaf, enjoying their momo, back into moimoi leaf, and much more. All right, we're in the early season, we're in the Mahamatan season. Came a bit late this year. It didn't start in late November, early December. What did happen? It started late December. Oh, that's Lagos now. That's Lagos for you. <laughs> but yeah, there was quite some. The we felt the we felt the dryness very much in January, and now we're kind of in that transition period where the Hamatan is transitioning into the rainy season. It's, we usually call it the heat season yes. because we're the rains haven't come, but the heat is on. Yes, and some days you wake up with this humidity and wondering how come you're sweating this early in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then some other days, your car is just covered with dust. Dust. And looking at the information coming from the Lagos um, Environmental the Monitoring Facility, they say it's a, there's also unhealthy 
particulate matter in the dust that puts us at risk for having all kinds of upper respiratory health conditions. And at some point, they even published a chart looking at air quality in various parts of Lagos. And Ojo was the top on the list, that, just that area. Etiosa was kind of in the, in the middle. And interestingly, the Yaba Surul area was low on that list, especially the Yaba area. That's interesting. I'll, I'll share with you the... the um, well, Uncle Sonny website. actually mentioned it last week. Huh. So, people coming down with all kinds of signal, signs and symptoms, showing up with catar, cough, sneezing, I mean, itching, and some, frankly, bronchitis and even pneumonia. Today, we'll explore not what you get in the pharmacy, but what nature has provided for us abundantly that we can key into to either prevent or try and manage and even reverse these conditions. All right, our expert, take us through. What are some things that we can do to be feeling happier and better this season? The wellness physician is calling the wellness companion an expert. Oh, well, once again, good afternoon, Lagos and beyond. So there are a number of things that we can do when we have um, these things. So we may have a cold, um, you may have the flu, you just may be reacting to something. Sometimes it's allergy. It's not, um, sometimes when you're sneezing a lot and you're finding it difficult to breathe, it just may be some allergy causing inflammation. It's not always a cold. Identifying what your symptoms are, are very, that's a very important thing to do. That will pretty much determine how you treat what's going on and um, have a look at your history and things that you're prone to. That's the first important thing. Uh, know thyself. Know your body. Understand how your body works. But um, if you have the if you have a cold, there are very simple things from your you can get from your kitchen, mm-hmm. your onions, your ginger, your garlic. All these things go a long way because they have antibacterial, antifungal, antiviral, uh, antiviral um, properties that will help combat this uh it may not be the most tasty but it's very effective so some people do not like raw onions but i tell you raw onions in the morning will do you a lot of good especially if you have some form of congestion nasal congestion if you have um, inflammation that is causing you to have difficulty breathing then raw onions are your friends raw onions in the morning Friends. Hey, hey. I go to work smelling like you'll be fine, really. Trust me, it's not that bad. <laughs> you'll be fine. You'll be fine. You really will be fine. I mean, just uh, do a good rinse after you you take it before you go out, and you'll be fine. And these three items she's mentioned the onion, <clears throat> onions in particular, there's several ways you can use it. Yeah, all three of them are potently immune modulators, they literally activate or help your immune system function better. So with the onion, yes, you can have it raw. You can chop it up, maybe use an eighth to a quarter size into a a smoothie. Yep. And you'll get the same intense benefit, if not more. You will. And you can chop it up and put it into um, honey. 
put it in a glass with honey, leave it overnight. In the morning, you will find it a bit lighter than the, the, the honey will not be that thick because the goodness of the onion would have sipped into it. Take a spoon morning, afternoon and evening and come back and thank me because you will not be buying any of those store-bought chemicals um, cough syrups anymore and i say this because i have um i've had serious problems with breathing and ent related issues and i know how much i have spent there's this particular brand that has so many types of cough syrup chesty cough difficult cough dry cough i've bought i does a time in my life that i bought every single type of cough that that brand had to offer I was not any better and uh, thank god for my knowledge and wellness thank god for what what i've learned about natural remedies that is how i began to tackle these issues so much money was going down the drain and nothing there just wasn't any really wasn't any improvement so when did you finally make the switch what inspired that switch um i got tired i got broke i got tired and i got broke and i met you and so I started learning. And some of these things, the truth is, it's not that we didn't know them or we didn't hear them growing up, but just somehow pharmaceutical drugs took center stage of for everything that we ever thought about when it came to treating ourselves. We knew these things. Uh, mothers, grandmothers, aunties may have used it at home, but somehow we just, you know. And this, the pharmaceutical drugs do have their place. But let's go back to the basics, the things that our great-grandparents did, grandparents and some of our parents too, that are easily available right there in our kitchen, right there in front of us. Mm-hmm. Onion, ginger, garlic, she's, she's mentioned them, and so many easy ways to prepare them. So, let's give you a first assignment. She gave you the formula, chop up the onion. Put it into a glass, pour honey into it, and make sure that the onions are fully submerged in it and keep it in a dry place in a cool you know like not, not not warm not cold just in a neutral place cover okay. it overnight and in the morning you will have yourself a very very effective cough syrup you can do this with garlic as well and for garlic if you want to go a, uh, a mile further then leave the garlic that this is not for immediate use though leave garlic about two weeks in a warm in a cool dry place oh you will have a very potent anti fungal antibacterial after you add the honey to it or just leave it alone by itself? no after you add the honey to it two weeks so it yes. kind of ages of fermenting yes, honey exactly exactly awesome. so but if you need it immediately you can just take that overnight and take that the next morning if you've done this overnight and you take it the next morning you will just take one spoon Three times a day, and you will be a lot better. You can also do this with um, bitter cola. However, with bitter cola, you may want to grind it. Um, I remember back in the day, our uncles would just start chewing sure bitter cola like that, just like that. And <laughs> we have a sweet tooth these days, so it's kind of difficult. But if you can go ahead and chew bitter cola, believe me. That clears cough. It clears your. It will clear your cough. So honey serves as an expectorant. It helps to clear out um, 
the mucus that accumulates in the throat and makes you uncomfortable? That thing we call honey that we think is just for sweetening. So many properties to it. Yes, expectorant or the word mucolytic, it also coats the lining. And honey gives it quite a ton of micronutrients, some vitamins, some minerals that also help the body's immune system. Now, if you're a diabetic, we don't advise you to use honey. But there are things that we'll mention that you can use. Mm-hmm. All right, so you've talked about onion, onion yes. honey. Yes. You've touched briefly on garlic, yep. garlic honey. Yes. All right. Bitter cola and honey, or just chewing the bitter cola. Okay. And it's on. Bitter um, cola, can you mix bitter cola, um, ginger or garlic? Yes, you can. In fact, can I share a formula? There's this mixture where you mix, where you blend up ginger, bitter cola, alligator pepper, garlic. Blend it all up, pour in some hot water, strain it, then let um, let it sit for about five minutes, strain it, and then you can put in a, a teaspoon of honey. That was what tackled my difficult cough that I had for over a month, uh, many years ago. It is not very palatable. There's the ginger, there's the garlic, there's the alligator pepper. But the feeling is good. The relief. You know, there's relief and there's relief. The alligator pepper will help open the airways. It will increase blood flow into the space. So there's a tremendous relief you get beyond that spicy, um, peppery peppery taste. Yep. Which almost leads me to pepper soup, but we'll come to that one after. (laughs) Yeah, so there's of course good old ginger. The ginger too is very very good. You can go, you can chew it, you can crush it, and um, pour hot water over it. You can grate it, pour hot water over it, let it steep for a bit for about five minutes, and ginger with lime. So the thing about lime and um, citrus fruits generally is because they're rich in vitamin C, they help boost with the, they help boost your immune system. So that is. Um, Something that you want to take. I remember that when we were kids, whenever we had a cold, my mom would make sure that we took a lot of oranges. So you can do ginger and lime. That also helps clear out the the air, or the throat. The throat. Yeah, the throat. Talking about vitamin C. We have so many sources of vitamin C. There's lime, there's lemon, lemon. there's orange, there's grapefruit. There's also quite a bit in Moringa. And of course, top of the line is this fruit that's in season, that one called a Abalamo. Udara. Yes. All right. So onions, garlic, ginger, honey. You've thrown in pepper. Yep. Turmeric and black pepper ah, as well. Turmeric and black turmeric pepper. Turmeric. You can do a, a mix of ginger, turmeric and black pepper. Whenever you're using turmeric, always put a, ginger, a pinch of black pepper because black pepper helps make the many nutrients in turmeric bioavailable to help your body absorb the nutrients that turmeric gives. So that's another. And these things are things in your kitchen. Turmeric is loaded with nutrients that are beneficial to you from hair, head, brain, all the way down to muscles and toes. So if you can make turmeric a daily companion you definitely will enjoy better health and there's so many ways to use turmeric you're cooking in the cooking you can use the ground one as a table seasoning if you're that i mean spicy inclined you can put it into tea 
just put it in the water and, and drink it. Even when you're smoothies. Smoothies too. Okay. All right. So we've talked about some of the, these major herbs. Nothing here sounds like a boom, maybe because of how we're talking about it so casually. <laughs> now, there, there are many leaves and barks that are also very beneficial very in terms beneficial. of this season. Maybe that's, mm-hmm. that's for next week. Mm-hmm. Some of our teas. Yeah, so um, things like bitter cola, ginger and lime can be prepared as teas. Um, we can get fresh mint leaves. That, that, all, that also helps a bit. And we've got um, bitter leaf. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, you, you can do bitter leaf soup, but you can also use the bitter leaf and as a tea. You can use it with hot water and when you let it steep, it's also much more beneficial than we realize. That's another herb that we could do two programs on it. It's used in so many arenas. Mm-hmm including the fertility arena, including the diabetic arena, and of course, immune system elevation. Yep. And of course, there's good old pepper soup. Well, when we were kids, mom would always give us pepper soup whenever we had a cold, whenever we had um, stuffy noses, we would always... And it was an awesome experience. It was. You will suddenly begin to bring everything out. Yep. The mucus yep. just breaks up and you bring it out. Even your skin opens up and you start to sweat. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And, um, well, the white man always talks about chicken soup when people are ill. Um, I don't know what spices they use, but... Um, I don't know what spices they use, but there's, there's, there's chicken soup. I'm assuming that the way we have our pepper soup and we have those many spices that we use... Have yeah, they have their spices that um, help with people who are not feeling well. Another, just how about just ginger? Just, just chewing ginger. Oh yes, yes. I, I thought we mentioned that. Chewing yes. cloves. Hmm. If you have the mind for it, by all means do. And if you do not, then make it as a tea. Steep it in hot water for about ten minutes. When you make it as a tea, that warmth makes it so readily absorbable. Right into the through the skin into your blood vessels, and so it goes to work literally immediately. Yeah. Now, if you have the strength of the gall to just chew on it slowly, whether it's the ginger, it's the cloves, man, it's that instant. Goes, goes a long way. And we need to talk about our environment too. So um, during the season of Hamatan, when there's a lot of dust and dryness, you need to make sure that you're cleaning your dusty surfaces as much as as often as possible and i tell people if your table is dirty if your center table is dirty your chair too is dirty because the same dust that sat that fell on that table fell into the fabric of your chair so dusting your chairs is also important cleaning your windows the net dust the net and clean with a damp cloth because the 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 water will help get some of the dust off. You need to clean as much as possible so that you reduce the amount of dust that you're inhaling. Ventilation is very important in addition to that. During this period, you do not want to stay in a overly closed place. I know that many people use their air conditioners, but like I always say, open up the windows every now and then. At least once a day, open up your windows. Go out and get fresh air. Open up your window and go out and get fresh air. So I say open up your window because you need the room 
you need that exchange of yes. air. And the cross ventilation. Yeah. Unfortunately, many of us today work in spaces where there are no windows. So you have to be very deliberate in getting access to fresh air. You know, your break time, go outdoors. Hopefully you're not in a, in a space that is highly polluted. If you're in a building that has a top deck, go to the top deck and get some, some fresh air. Okay. Yep. And um, like we spoke about ventilation. There's also, many people have mold. Some people, let me not say many people, but um, we don't realize that mold just may be the problem that many people have now with um, difficulty breathing and the sneezing, the discomfort. Check around you. If you have an AC, if it's dripping somewhere, if, you, if you're in this type of house where there's AC and uh, carpets everywhere, go check the carpet around the AC. You just may need to tackle the mold there and then to keep moisture out there we have the local um, gourd which it's called tagiri we'll come back to tagiri let's take a brief break and talk about mold and other ways to reduce naturally the things that cause our kakata cough and cold indoors stay tuned Your number one family radio. Inspiration 92.3 FM. Let's get this mother crawl! Can, can now download the all-new IFM app for a new, exciting, wholesome radio experience. What? Listen and watch live feed from our studios. What? Get the latest news, both local and international, around the clock. What? Download podcasts of your favorite IFM shows on radio. What? You can listen to the word for today every day on your IFM app. What? And so much more. Okay. What are you waiting for? Download the IFM app from Play Store or App Store today. Yeah! As we're sharing these natural remedies for keeping us healthy in this cold Qatar cough Hamatan season, we know there are a wide range of of preparations in various ethnic areas so if you know one we haven't mentioned them, please call us and share with us number here is 0700 923-923-923 call and share with us we are on this journey together Nigo, please tell us the name of that one you just called miracle miracle okay <laughs> <Yeah>. so literally <laughs> translates as hot soup hot soup okay yeah. and uncle um, described it as like, pepper, like fresh, I'm uh, sorry, dried fish, smoked fish kind of pepper soup exactly. with spices and all of that. Yeah, just please that. emphasize that um, black pepper is the same as zanzuza. A lot of people don't know that. Um, yes, yes, it's 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 the same family. The same it's the same family. It's the same family. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes, the black pepper. Yes, it is. It is pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. There's that argument in the wellness community, yeah. but it's, no, it's 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 very close. They're very just close. Like I think it's just another species of, of it. Um, what's bay leaves? I'm sorry, yeah. basil. Basil, yeah. They have the African basil, basil and the, yeah. So I think this is a different species. African basil is pretty much scent leaf. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Over there, basil. Is basil is so basil. But yeah. I think it does the same thing. Yeah. Essentially, pepper. yes. Talking about pepper, where does alligator pepper fit into this? Oh, that's true. Pepper. Pepper. Um, people use it to cook. Um, I, I mentioned it in the mixture. 
and it you can chew you can chew an alligator pepper it, it's hot but it's it's even easier to chew on alligator pepper than on cloves oh yeah definitely yes all right we're talking about the environment how that also contributes to your coughs your colds cough cutters and your upper respiratory, respiratory symptoms mold most folks don't realize that they have mold presence in their homes looking around the corners the walls behind the cabinets inclusive you may find some strange discolorations of the paint of the wall mm -hmm. sometimes you can just walk into a space and you can smell the mold when it's that significant the ceiling also is another heightened spot for mold and if it gets high enough it will cause symptoms allergy symptoms asthma like symptoms if it's bad enough but it can also just trigger those mild recurrent feeling unwellness that's true so like i said you can use um tagiri which the yorubas use a lot even in their traditional medicine but it has a way of absorbing moisture from the environment so you can put that in your the corners your wardrobes and all of that that and it's in the local market it's in, you can just find it and so ask them for tagiri can you describe it for those who may not be familiar with it? So tagiri, it's kind of, it's a gourd or squash-like thingy. It's round, green. Um, it's got some yellow patches all over it. And you can find it from any shop selling herbal things in the local market. Just you ask them for it. And it has a way of absorbing. Unpleasant things from the air. air yes. And it works. Yes, it's a dehumidifier. It's a natural dehumidifier. A lot of folks would tell you they recall grandma or great grandma having it in the home, and they thought it was juju in the corner or juju under the bed. Mm -hmm. So somebody came to my house last week, and I just bought some. And he was like, uh, uh, "What is this? I, I don't understand. What is this? What is this?" I said, "You think I'm doing juju, Abi? And you know Yoruba, we use it for. So we use it when people are sick." So there is actually a scientific explanation. Um, people may attribute it to certain things, but there's a scientific explanation for why this is used. That when there are many people falling sick in the house, they introduce it to the house if they don't already have it, or they increase the the number because they feel it's going to take away the sickness. And it does. Technically, it does. This points to some of us who have grown up in the westernized space, mm -hmm. always quick to misrepresent things we don't understand in our culture and sure. call it juju or call it something negative. Sure. Whereas if we take the time to simply understand its history, its utility, my goodness, we're sitting on something tremendously beneficial to our health and our cultural. Yeah. Doctor, real quick before, before we round up, um, steam inhalation is something that you can do. Um, put a bowl with water you can put some salt in it. If you have essential oils like eucalyptus, peppermint oil, or maybe even tea tree oil, put a few drops in there. Cover your head with a towel and inhale. Inhale, inhale. do this for about 5 to 10 minutes before you do that. If you have herbs, if you actually have, I mean, if you can get fresh mint leaves from the malam selling vegetables, by all means, you can do that even with oregano. Like sometimes what I do is after I make my fresh tea, I leave the leaves in, I put in a bit of salt, and I use that to do the inhalation. It is very um, beneficial because it kind of helps to tackle possible growth of inflammation, a possible increase of inflammation within the 
Desal cavity, the back Nasal of the throat cavity, and the chest. Yes, exactly. That does a lot of good. And uh, doctor, we're talking about massaging feet as well. How, how, yes. how do our feet affect our upper respiratory tract? Or some connection between what we call pressure points or acupressure points in the bottom of the feet mm-hmm. and the entire body, including our respiratory system. Okay. So just massaging the feet. If you can use shea butter, you can use um, palm kernel oil. Palm kernel oil, you can use coconut oil. Coconut oil. A couple mm-hmm. of things. Um, eucalyptus mm-hmm. drops yeah. mixed with shea butter on there also. Yes, there's a bit of absorption that occurs at the bottom of the, on the feet. But at the same time, you stimulate a lot of points that actually trigger improved breathing, improved circulation throughout the upper airway and the lung system too. As simple as that. Yes. But so at one point, at what point do we think that we should start looking for medical attention, like okay. beyond the home? At what what where do we know that this is more than the regular? If you've done these little things and symptoms are getting worse, you're getting either coughing up a lot of stuff that's now yellowish and greenish. Your eyes are getting very itchy. Temperature comes in, fever, cold, yeah, joint pains, yeah, maybe beyond just a flu, go, go in and, and see the doctor. Um, of course, if you have nausea, vomiting, or diarrhea, and it gets into the picture, definitely get medical attention. Many things we've mentioned are things you can do just regularly as, a prevent, as preventive measures. Yes. And then increase or intensify them when you have symptoms, when you come into the season as we are currently in the Hamatan season. And if you've been exposed to a co-worker who comes in with this <coughs> to the office, <laughs> or somebody at home, then be more intense with these measures. True. And they're very inexpensive measures. They are. They are. If only I could get my money back. If I knew what I knew now. If I knew then what I know now. Well, it's half hour. Hamatan season, you don't have to suffer. We are blessed abundantly, as we always say on this program. God has given all of his children each their own garden of Eden. What we need for health and wellness is in our own garden. You've learned some tips to apply. Take one or two and apply it. Okay? Next week, give us some feedback. Margaret, okay. Jay Shawan, thank you so very much. Delightful. I learned thank quite you. a lot from you today, and I'm sure our listeners did too. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening. Have a blessed, awesome week. Bye. Stay tuned for St. Ibert Music with, with Uncle, Uncle Sonny. Sonny. Bye. Bye.